right. Is everyone here? Ants. Yes, sir. Roaches. Yeah, what of it? Rodents. Let's get this cheese. All right. Come on, everyone. Settle down. Settle down, please. Look, we all know why we're here. We'll be eating like queens when we're through with this. That pantry's finally ours. Nobody can stop us now. Charge! Old Colony Pest Control, veteran-owned Massachusetts, Rhode Island-based operation with everything you could dream of for your pest needs. Equipped with top-of-the-line gear to guarantee your home is protected and staying healthy. Phone number is 774-400-5993. Give them a call for the backup you need. Tell them that General Red Revere sent you. They handle anything from ants, roaches, ticks, mosquitoes, rats, and more. No wildlife or termites at this time. Hey, hey, watch it, buddy. We're marching. We're marching. Phenom Radio is the home of the hottest indie music. Tune into the Phenom Radio Top 20 Countdown, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Raise a sharp puxy, raise your paws puxy, when the sun... A cabin in the woods. Now let's get it all in perspective for all y'all enjoyment. Of you still a slave to the white man? Y'all gonna start calling my wife the white man, all right? Newness, here's the anthem. Put your hands up that you shoot with. Count your what we with. do on Juneteenth? Oh, hell no. Where are you going? Look for the fuse box. What kind of house is this? No, no thank you. The blackening? Whoa! Jim Crow Monopoly. This shit probably runs on racism. Pick a card and save Morgan. What do you mean save Morgan? <laughs> Refuse to play, and she dies. I think we have to play the game. In your predicament, the black character is always the first to die. I will spare your lives if you sacrifice the person you deem the blackest. The blackest? Nobody should judge anybody in here, bruh. You have two minutes to decide. Sinika, she say nigga the most. Nigga! See? Wait! Y'all can't pick me! I'm gay. Oh, Clifton. Yeah! That can prove I'm not the blackest. Prove it! I've never seen Friday. Oh. I voted for Trump. <gasps> what? What? Twice. Boy, your time's up. We need a plan. Don't say it. Don't you dare. We Don't say this dumb shit. We have to split up. Oh. Your time has run out. It's time to die. There's a crazy person out here hunting us. You got Rosa Parks on your shirt, right? Would she be sitting down right now? I mean... That's exactly what she did. You could shut up. Made you look. Made you look. What? Black women gotta save everyone on the damn time! Oh, I made you look. Oh. Yo, stop playing. I got a gun. Damn. Hey, yo. That's 
to DMX. What are you doing? <laughs>
set to come home in three weeks, send pictures of her bags packed and waiting. I talked to her that night, and you're not going to tell me that she was anything but happy and ready to come home. From this video to her husband dancing in the wedding song. nightmare every day I wake up it's a nightmare these are military police officers they knew better we need a congressional investigation into this and we also need the FBI to look into this matter immediately because what we have is the military trying to police itself we are coming for justice know that we are coming for justice and we are Denisha Montgomery Smith <laughs> This is Black C representing Green Life Music Group. You're now listening to the booth on Hoobazoo.com. Get with it with my homie Sinister. Get green. The truth is, these kids need discipline. You know, I really believe they, they want to be pushed to the limit. And then good stuff happens. Harmon! Hey, Harmon! What the hell? Okay, make way. Clear out. This is heat exhaustion. I'm going to cool down his core. Take his pants off. Hey, you really don't need to film this, all right? Where are you going to put that rod? Okay. Hold his leg up. Stand back. Oh, oh, oh! I said, don't film this. Get away from it. Move out of the way. <laughs> we are right, son. And good ass. Come on. Is everything okay? Are you all right? Am I going to slip? What? Whoa. Okay, we got another one. Take his pants off. I'm going to have to cool down his car. Hey, he looks pretty bad. You might want to use two of those. Don't you? Back away. You're filming this, right? No, this is bad. Don't do it. Oh! <laughs> Lucky bastard. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? This is blasphemy. 
is madness! This is the proof! Let's go here. All right, it's your boy Sinister One broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are watching the booth. I went with no intro tonight because I got I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm busy. I was gonna drop the intro, but I didn't do I didn't drop the intro tonight. I just want to get right into this because I got a lot of stuff to do. Um, my first guest is up in the upper left hand corner. I gotta thank my man Troy City Troy from last week coming on the show. He hung out, and it's funny because my man here that's on with me tonight, he was actually on Troy City Troy and Dougie's show. About a few weeks ago, it was a good time watching him on there. But um, my man up here in the upper left-hand corner, man, we go back. So if you guys remember way, way back, I was in this music video, me mugging, three-piece yeah. suit, yeah. <laughs> you know? Looking and you know. had the crazy women. Money math. T introduce yourself, man. You know, uh, yeah. So my name's Maverick, aka Money Mav. Um, yeah, if you if you're in Boston, you you probably know what time it is. It, you know, if not, hey man, um, I am the Boston Red Sox DJ. I am an mm. artist. I am a clothing designer. Uh, I am a creator. I am, uh, you know, just a a humble, you know, servant of God. That's you know that's that's the most important. But uh, yeah, and let them you know, know you're not not just that man. You was on, you've been on ninety four you ninety four five. People have been listening to you. Yeah, talk about True. it, man. You got the afternoon yeah. drive. You let them know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, if you if you used to ride with Jim and um, definitely I had the the my first one was the, the overnights, but that's way back. That's way, way back when I first started. Yeah. I was, I was doing the overnight shifts for like the, the, uh, the breakfast club people and the, and the people driving the trucks, you know, but, um, yeah. then we moved to afternoon drive. That was, uh, yeah, that was where I was, I think for the longest period of time. Um, yeah. Just holding it down from 10 to two, you know, lunchtime, we get the them old school joints, the classics for you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I did nights for a while as well. So that was like seven to midnight, but, um, yeah, man, it's just all over the, all over your airwaves, you know, it, it's been, it's been an incredible ride. And, uh, yeah, I just thank everybody for real for like supporting me and like really uh showing up. You know, it's is one thing to say you're gonna say you're gonna be there, but you know, for the people that actually showed up and like, you know, came to stuff, like, yo, big ups to you, because that's uh that's a, a testament to to who you are. 
And the and the funny thing is, when we talk about them overnights at jamming that you used to do, I remember some of the funniest things. I used to work the overnight too and listen to you. And yeah. they used to have this this promotion. It was a game that they used to run. But usually on that overnight, they never really ran any call-in games. But there was this yep. one game that was big. It was when they they were, it was a syndicated game. So it was like the okay. only time you was able to have somebody call in the win because they were doing it all three. And okay. you can tell that yep. excitement in your voice. is like, oh, call in. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, man. <laughs> no, we had some dope promotions, man. We really did. Did and shout out to Shailene because I saw her uh this last weekend. She came out to my uh my pop up shop for Mav Life Clothing and uh Shailene was like the head of promotions. Uh now she's like in a even bigger role for iHeart. So shout out to her and Paul for coming through and uh supporting uh my clothing line, Mav Life Clothing. Cause and you and yeah. you recently got married too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> shout out to Sharita, man. She's amazing. Um, yeah, my wife's the best, man. I, I couldn't uh I now that yeah now that I'm in it it's like yo I couldn't even imagine you know life life without her you know right right it's, right it's just dope when uh you know when you meet somebody that that uh uh compliments you isn't like a a leech <laughs> or mm. you know or you know just uh in it for the for the wrong reasons for the you know clout and all that it's just it's just great like she's her own she's dope by herself she right. don't, you know what I mean like right, it's right. just yeah, we we like perfectly complement each other, and, and she's uh, she's doing her thing. Actually, I don't, if you're in the cannabis space, uh, anybody out there, she uh, is the business development manager for the first black female owned um, dispensary in Boston, in which Boston. is called the Heritage Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so definitely go check them out at the Heritage Club. Uh, in Charlestown, it's it's definitely like the the ambiance is real nice in there, and the, and the bud tenders will hold you down. To, they'll let you know what you know what uh they'll ask you first, like you know what you're into, and then they you know they ask you like they'll they'll re- make recommendations based on that, you know, just to just to say. Well, I'll actually different. hit you up off air because those are the type of people that, to be honest, I'd like to get them on the show to help promote yeah. their business. So yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Cause out here in Brockton, as you know, we have the first black female um, legal greens was, was the first uh, ownership out here in Brockton. So it'd be nice to tie that in. So people know, and they can yeah. go and support in those areas who they need to support. Um, yeah. A lot of these places, you know, when they open up, they, they link right up, they get like a Cappadonna, they get somebody. So we know, I love seeing how this is progressing, but we got a lot of stuff that we can chop up and go down. But the real one thing I want to get you on right now about is because we're coming into April and the the Red Sox season is about to begin. And, you know, when I heard that you locked down this job as the Red Sox DJ, it was funny because I've been saying, man, teams need to get DJs. (laughs) Mm. Teams need to get some DJs, you know, playing the same music. Getting a DJ is nice. How did that fall into your lap? I, I remember they were, I thought they were doing like, you know, interviews. I, I remember seeing it out there, but how did that all land in your lap and how did you secure the bag? Yeah. Uh, I've, I mean, a friend of mine uh, just kind of like dropped it in my ear. He was like, he was like, Hey man, the uh, Red Sox are, are looking for a DJ. And I was, uh, man, I, I wasted no time. I was like, what? You're like, yo, that's, that's crazy. Like I always, cause you know, 
DJing for as long as I've DJed, it's like it's one thing to be in a club, right? Whereas mm-hmm. you know, good night you're gonna get, you know, maybe twelve hundred people. Like yo, you do a size game, like it's thirty six or or seven thousand people. You know, just vibing, just rocking, like. Man, there's nothing like that. So I, I had to, I had to get on it like real quick. And um, yeah, it was a, it was pretty rigorous like interview process. I I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like it was legit. Like I think three rounds of of interviews of them, you know, just kind of getting to know you. And this was when I got it. It was during COVID, so it was a lot of this, a lot of you know, um, it, virtual, virtual uh, interviews. So. Yeah, it, I mean, it it just worked out. I gave him, you know, gave him the real me and and told him what I'm all about. And um, yeah, just kind of also gave example. And they asked some very specific questions. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like, I didn't know. Yeah, like I mean, I remember, you know, them asking. I think one of them was like, "What would you play in a situation where it's the ninth inning and like we're down to the Yankees?" I'm like, "Whoa, yeah." Yeah, they don't want no cornball stuff. They don't. Yeah, man. You know, and, yeah. it, and it's funny because you came at this like like it was it was out of COVID. You know, yeah. everybody knew that everybody was coming back. Everybody knew once everything opened up, it was coming back. And that's when you got this. You secured the bag right after everybody was anxious to get back out there. What was it like that opening day, that first day? You had to have been like your your stomach must have been like, oh man. <laughs> you know how it yeah, is when you go to a wedding and you open yeah. up your laptop to DJ a wedding, and all of a sudden you got a Windows update or Apple update, and you're like, oh my god, I just checked it last night. You know? <laughs> what was that honestly, like? I was just hoping. Yeah, honestly, I was I was definitely just hoping for like no. You know, just no negative situation, nothing where they would like second guess. You know, the decision to to hire me as the, as the DJ. I, you know, I just, I just really, uh, go went with the flow of the game. To be honest, it, it's like you can't predict. Uh, one thing that that I I I don't do during games is like have a preset like list of songs like oh yeah like no like once the game gets going i just i just vibe and just like you know it's the aura of like it's a mix of like what time of the year it is like you know right. uh it gets a little more intense like ramped up as the season goes on but like also you know uh sundays and sundays are like a little more Easy, like Easy. you know, yep, in the yep, words yep. of Lionel Richie, you know, <laughs> as opposed to a, a Friday night where you are ten, like you like ah, I need that, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, because you know they got out of work at seven thirty, you know, seven twenty right. pitch. Right, it, it's gonna be on, you know, going crazy in the bleachers, like yeah, oh yeah, man. So it's so it's real. I figured it was real crazy for you. Um, one of the things I'm pretty sure you don't miss. Is you know, as a DJ, you know, when girls come up and want to charge their phone on your computer, and then their man assumes that they're chatting with you. So you you must uh, be happy man. that you don't got that like you have up in the clubs. Like we I'm do. glad I'm glad I've graduated from that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't miss that or the spilt drinks on my laptop. <laughs> and you and you got insurance. And um yeah. I always chop it up. I've had a few DJs on this show. And one of the things that's funny about this show, when you talk DJ to DJ, it's a different world for us. Like, 
There's a lot of things that people don't realize that happens to us almost every event. And um, tell me one of your funniest DJ stories, and then I'll share one with you. I always share one back. Um, It's got to be a club one. uh, No, because, all right, how about we do this? How about I I tell you, like, the... My it's not a club story, but it's a college story. Okay, that's a good be, one. College is it'll good. Be, it'll be it'll be great. All right, so uh, I'm going. I'm DJing at Simmons College, right? Okay. And this is like it's an all girls school. So my boy is like, "Can I come?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, of course you can come, bro." Like you know. So we roll like we rolled in. It was like we were like at least five deep, you know, and. So, you know, I'm I'm a little bit late. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was a little bit late. This was early on in my, you know, professional DJ career. I wasn't, you know, <laughs> quite I, you know, I was you know, I was running a little late. But you, but I was I was on time, but like not as on time as I as I wanted to be. So anyway, we get there, the gym full of people, packed out, packed out. And I'm I'm, you know, hustling. My boys helping me like, you know, get the get the equipment and stuff like that out. So uh, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna start DJing. So, I, so you know, you could go move my car, and then we'll, you know, we'll get into. He, actually, he asked. He asked if he could move my car. Mm-hmm. That's first. First things first. And uh, so, I get, I get to DJing. I'm shutting it down. Simmons is going crazy right now. Like <laughs> it's, it's full party mode. Everybody is like vibing, and so it's, it's a good night. It's a good night. We out here winning. Like the squad is winning. Like everybody else who's here is winning. And I haven't seen my boy. I was, and his name is Kuba. So it, everybody knows my boy Kuba. Like, uh-huh. this is about Kuba. So I haven't seen Kuba. And I'm like, yo, where is this dude? It's been it's been a good 45 minutes. I'm like, yo, <laughs> where is Kuba with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's supposed to be in the party. And if you know him, like, he's a dancer. So he likes to dance. You know, right, he would right. be on the floor, like, with a school full of girls. Like, you know? Um, so he shows back up. He shows back up. I'm like... What's wrong? Cause yo, this dude, this is a grown man crying. I'm like, what? Yo, what what happened? He's like, I crashed your car, man. (laughs) 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 No, okay. So you know, everything's everything. I I have to I have to be a professional. I have to, you know, I have to continue doing what I'm doing. I have to DJ this party and shut it down, you know. In the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, my car is jacked up right now. <laughs> I didn't know how jacked up. All right. This dude crashed my car into not one, not two, but three other cars. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yo. <laughs> I'm like, how did you even? He's like, oh, I, I, I don't know. I I thought the, the gas was the brake. I was like, oh. Bruh, bruh. So from that day on, I, I've I've never let anybody else drive my car. Right, right, right. <laughs> so so I always like to share my story. I give some crazy stories. And this one here, I wasn't actually DJing. I was actually at Club Royale. Mm-hmm. And I was there with my man Marcel. Marcel, what's up, man? Yeah. And um that night at Royale, Theodore Green, thank you for the invite. This was many, many years ago. DJ Paulie from from uh Jersey Shore. He was just yeah. starting out doing DJing. Okay. And that night at the Royale, he was there. And the place, you know how it was. The place was packed. Women wanted to see him. Jersey Shore yeah. was blowing up. He's yeah. up there. He's chopping it up. He's doing, you know, he's doing real good. 
And um, mm-hmm. he gets done with his set. He got to take a break. He comes down. You know, people are trying to talk to him. So me and my man Marcel, we're sitting there. We're sipping on our drinks. He comes over. Doesn't even say a word. Pushes between us and just stands between us. So me and my man Marcel were like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. He don't say anything. He's like, what's up? What's up? All right. So he sits with us for a little bit. Doesn't say anything. Goes yeah. back up. Does his second set. Same thing. After he's done with the second set, he comes back down, yeah. stands right between us, drinks his drinks. We're like, what the heck? So okay. I, he goes back up to his third set, and I say to my man, my son, I'm like, is he gay or something? I'm like, is what? what's up with this, you know? Right. Goes up, he kills it. Kills his third set. The night's winding yeah. down. Plays closing up. He comes back over. Comes over, he shakes our hands. And I'm like, yo, bro. I was like, no, no offense. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, you keep coming over here. But yo, bro, he's like, he's like, I ain't got stacks like that. I don't have no bodyguards. He's like, you the two biggest dudes in this place. So I figured if I just come over, stand right. with you in my set, <laughs> it'll look like nobody's it'll look gonna like mess with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying not to get beat up. <laughs> so big shout out to DJ Paulie from Jersey Shore. That's humble, yeah. but that's that's smart thinking because you're not in a town that you don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And yeah. you know how knuckleheads can be once the alcohol gets flowing. So he was like, mm-hmm. look, I'm okay. I see them dudes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I already know where I'm going. You know? <laughs> so oh, that's my DJ story. <laughs> so, so again, man, let's talk about this music thing. Cause you talked about the Red Sox stuff. Um, actually, yeah. can you kind of talk about what you got planned coming up for this Red Sox season? Do you got anything new that you're going to try to try out or you want to just, um, Man, I'm going to just let the music do the talking. Like, the feedback has been phenomenal. Uh, people are having a good time out there. So, you know, if it ain't broke, <laughs> don't try to fix it. You now, know are, you, are you also playing the um, the player music when the players come up to bat, or is that someone else? Right. That the, oh, you do that too? Right. No, I do that too. Yeah. Most And most of those guys have their set songs when they come up to the plate. Yeah. Okay, There's going to cool. be some new guys this year, so hopefully they got the the ear and they got some. They picked out some good music. So now, have we'll you? See what yeah. So when they come with you, because I know how it is. Sometimes I've had fighters. I've done. I've done MMA shows. Have you had somebody come yeah. to you and say, "Yeah, this is my music"? When they come in, you go, "Oh, <laughs> not kind of a good look." <laughs> have you ever done that with a, with a player? Yeah, you just I mean, play what they want. You know, I just I you just give them like uh, baseball players in particular are very. Uh, routine driven. Right? Oh yeah. So yeah, you don't want. That's why they've got the clock now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to mess up a guy's flow, like his rhythm, and you know all that stuff. Like, like JD Martinez, for example. Like he's no longer a Red Sox, but every single time up to bat, every day I'm hustling. <laughs> every day I'm hustling. That you know that that put him in the frame of mind to you know to do what he had to do and. You know, he was a, a perennial all-star, so I'm, I'm sure he knew what he was doing. I, I think, you know, a lot of guys, they just try and uh, play something familiar that's going to that's gonna light them up. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Maybe, yep. some, guys, some guys will definitely play to the crowd, though. I'll give, I'll give them that. There's some guys that have a song that they know, you know, is going to fire the crowd up. But, uh, you know, for the most part, like, the Sox are good. They like the guy. The guys have a, a good ear for music, so I, I haven't been disappointed. Too Big much. ups to everybody in the chat. Uh, another fellow DJ, Gemini Stacks, out of New York. What's up, man? Travis Projecton, Oscar Mike Radio. What's what going on, Sage and Tyler? What's up? Another podcast producer, Kevin Tachi, WATD ninety eight five. I love it when other people from other places are listening to the show and watching mm-hmm. us. Tom McGinty, Micah Felder, 
What's going on, all you people? Vianna Marie, my artist, she's in the show. All y'all in here hanging out with my man Maverick. Let's talk about this music, this new video. What would you do? You know, the inspiration, what you got going on for music this year? Because I know you're busy with the Red Sox. Once the season starts, you're, you're locked down. That's 100 plus games. <laughs> 80, 80 well, at home. The good thing is, the good thing is, is uh, yeah, like there's a, a good time for away games and you know that's when we really get in our mode like that's when i really get in my bag creatively with the music so uh thank god for away games <laughs> um but yeah no i'm i'm very very much so uh excited about the creative process and what what i've been cooking up what's coming out uh this uh this april this summer so um brand new record coming out um well the record that's out right now what you want to do Definitely Afro beats vibes all the way. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's very uh, in the pocket, like, you know, in terms of my Jamaican heritage, but also, you know, uh, with the, the Afro wave, that's just got a stranglehold on, on the music scene right now. And I'm yeah, ready. I've been telling a lot of people, I said in the clubs, I said that Afro beat, that music's been wanting to be unleashed mm. for years, for years. Because yeah. I remember my yeah. family... And you're, you know my family well. You grew up in part of my family. Um, we used to have our big party up at Salem Willows. And, you know, one oh. of the things was that that Calypso Caribbean yeah. music was always being played at our family cookouts, um, you know, but it was just one of the things that just never really crossed over. But that Afrobeat Caribbean music has been wanting to break out yeah. for many years, and it's glad I'm yeah. glad to see it. Um, it's, it it's, a great, uh, it's a great moment musically. I'd say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and it and it's been there because I tell people I'm like it's been there. It's this isn't new. <laughs> this this has been there, but now they're putting right. that little spin and 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 you know TikTok. And I'll talk about this because I got this in the show. But TikTok has been a bad thing for DJs, and it's been a it's been a good thing for DJs as far as <laughs> as far as TikTok yeah. TikTok oh, goes, man. man. Um, yeah. and, and and I'll mention I'll mention it because TikTok for me as a DJ, I feel TikTok ruined us. As it, it, it hurt us as DJs because it created a whole genre of people with short attention spans now. Absolutely. So I tell people, I'm like, look, bro, when we used to get hired for a set, you know, it's either two or four hours. And you yep. sitting there the night before and you trying to put all this music together for two or four hours. And now because of TikTok and the little 30 second snaps, you yep. go to a club to DJ, you got a four hour set. And people only want to hear a verse and two hooks. And now you got to yeah. get into the next, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yo, the funny thing about that is I've, I've DJ parties, like, you know, younger demographic parties where I'll throw a song in from the beginning. They don't even know what it is. <laughs> Until the the part that they know from TikTok comes on, I'm like, yo, and that part is that's supposed to be your favorite song, and that's all you know is that thirty second clip. That's wild. That is wild to me. It's I feel like it. I feel like it, but it's it's the album era, so you know that's that's how that goes. You know, yeah. It's when artists used to used to make albums, take pride in making dope albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, it, and it's crazy because the dope stuff. You know, Kendrick Lamar put out a real dope, thought-conscious album. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, I always say this. Our community, our black community slept on that because he was talking some stuff in that Kendrick Lamar's lot. And people, you know, people don't want to talk, and they pushed it right to the side. And I'm like, yo, that was album mm -hmm. of the year. 
but you all just didn't want to talk about it. You all didn't want to talk mm-hmm. about what he was talking about. <laughs> you know, yeah, why, yeah, why you can't yeah. have uncle so-and-so babysit you, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Right. He was talking some stuff. Talking that talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, your videos, man, um, we're going to, we're going to show one of your videos. Okay. Man, how do you get them inspired? Because you you dropped some fire videos. Like I said, I was involved in one of your video shoots in the thought okay. process. You was very hands-on of how you wanted stuff shot, how you wanted mm-hmm. scenes to be shot. I remember there was a scene where the girl was upset and she wanted to come at you with a knife while you was in the VIP. You was you was yeah. <laughs> you was involved with that one. You was like, nah, oh, she yeah. gotta do this, do this, do this. Yeah. Get very hands-on yeah. about your music videos. Let's talk about that a little bit before we get into this video. For sure. I mean, I, I think that's one uh, part that I, I definitely take pride in, like as an artist, is, is being able to conceptualize something from beginning to end, you know, uh, and um, how I see that playing out, how the words that I'm saying, I'm, the whole time that I'm writing, I'm, I'm trying to paint you a picture, you know, so if I can uh, take that to another level with the actual visuals that I drop, then then we're in business, you know? So my videos, I, I definitely um, always try to uh, surpass the last one. Um, I'm definitely 100% like hands-on with whoever's shooting, whether it's um, my man William Daly, uh, if it's Jay Hunt, uh, or if it was, it was Martin Cruz. Uh, shout out to Martin. He's, you know, he inside right now, but hold it down, bro. We got you. Um but yeah, like I, I love I love that that whole process from start to finish. Just like, you know, taking taking the a reality. Like it's it's it doesn't it's doesn't come difficult. It's it's not difficult from I don't know, just I've always been a, a creative person like that. So you know, a lot of times when we do shoot and like it's summertime, you know, you gotta have like the you got to have that summer like beach kind of feel and and what you want to do uh just kind of you know we had to capture that we had to capture that for that video so so what we'll um, do since we're talking about that video let's get that video on for people and before we get into these other topics and stuff so go ahead and introduce right. this video man we want to we want to let people know man like you said it's got that afrobeat sound introduce definitely yeah so check this out Live and direct. It's your boy Money Mav. This is my video. What you want to do? Uh, definitely check it out. It's it's probably it's probably one of you. It's probably gonna be one of your favorite music videos. To be honest. Let's yeah. Get it. Here we go. Yeah. Can I talk to you for a second? This is motion with Randy. Uh, yeah. It's me. Bring it, come get me. Ass fat, the waist on slimming. Got mics punching the air when she slimming. Big man, but she ain't check like a stimmy. Huh? I moved on and it's hurting the pride. I can see it in her eyes. That's that she can't hide. Wish she take it on the stride. She out here looking crazy from the time we arrived. But nobody worry about yourself about that. Them can't touch you, just unchat them. I chat them. I run them off, but we sending them go back. I'm on in my heart. I tolerate no slacker. Them can't come here on me. Feel about you. Good intentions, my heart is so true. Love come down right the first morning, no, no. Out with the homies, sitting with the new car. Yeah, yeah. I ain't trying to rush you, baby. Snow no rush. No I rush. just wanna touch you, baby. One touch, one touch. I'd rather crush you, baby. It's just a yeah. little crush. So, what you now, 
never know how much time she got caught Wise man says she wants it on crime Then she's hurt but she wants salami When she see me she get wet like tsunami Bad man up play games like Sarami I be giving to her hot like wasabi All right, all right. We're back here in the booth broadcasting live. My man, Maverick, Money Mav, is on with me, yep. hanging out. That was his video. Fire. What you want to do? You Fire. know what I mean? Fire <laughs> video. Big shout out to everybody who uh, was in that music video. Some super talented people. Uh, Christina was like the playing the, the Mad X in that. And um, Marlena, the model, was playing the uh, the new girl um yeah just great job all around everybody crushed it so good stuff yeah. good stuff dave dave haggerty's in the chat what's up man i love my longtime listeners and watches up in the chat what's going on dave peace to you uh jim spencer my prayers go out to you i heard you're in the hospital um your wife just posted on your facebook page but we're gonna get into some of these topics but let me get into my sponsors michael douglas bredo mdb electronics as you guys know this past weekend diablo 4 Beta was on the lockdown. I was online all weekend getting my skills in. If your controller needs to be fixed, this is the guy. Send your controller out 24 bucks, lifetime guarantee. He'll fix it for you. Send it back. If it drifts or it sticks or whatever, again, you send it out to him, pay you a little shipping, but he ships it back, fixed, prepared. Um, Diana Marie, music available everywhere. It's personal is the album available now, streaming all over the place. The album is so fire. We're picking up a lot of steam still, uh, but still, people, support your local artists. Support your local artists. That's all I got to keep saying. Um, tactical target systems, when I'm down at the range, y'all know I got that fear of the zombie apocalypse. I got those ill zombie targets. When I go to the range, tactical target systems is where I get them. I love bostonsports.com. Black-owned business. Support them. He's got the greatest T-shirt spot in South Shore Plaza. Make sure you head down there. Those are the people who've won a shirt. Also, Viana Marie, Kimberly Ann, Empowerment Photography. Viana Marie did a photo session with Kimberly Ann. If you're a female and you're looking to get some empowerment and take some pictures that you never thought you would take, Kimberly Ann is the person you want to set up and get a session in with her. Prices are very reasonable. Please do not hesitate. Um, let's get into this. We're going to get into this news booth. Going to get into these topics. Uh, Superbook employee was fired for child grooming because she utilized March Madness as a way to teach kids about ratios and numbers and the breakdowns. 
um, brackets have been used for years, a long, a long time. But she was fired. And I think the reason why she was fired, I think if she wasn't a Superbook employee, I don't think this would have been a story. I don't think this would have been an issue. I think the fact that we're being bombarded with FanDuel ads and all these ads, all these, I think that kind of plays into it. It was a gambling anonymous crew that called this in. And they didn't waste any time. They fired her. Um, these were second graders. But they they call it. And we got to be careful with this, people. Grooming. Yeah. Everybody yeah, wants to, yeah, but, we gotta be careful with this. I know. Wait, when you hear that, it kind of like has like a predatory undertone to yeah. it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like that stuff is really going on. So I don't know if did the it wasn't it, nothing like that, was it? It was just no, like they, the, no, no, they said they said they she they said she's grooming them into becoming gamblers. And I'm like, uh, much madness. It's typical. I'm like, I'm like, you know, and here's the thing. When you have kids go to school on Super Bowl Sunday and they wear the favorite jersey of the teams who are playing and you show that yeah. ratio of who has more, and who has less. I said, then somebody's going to turn around. And they'll say, oh, that's mm. teaching kids right there who the bet, who, who the bet on the favorite, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, there's yeah. these reaches out there that people are going to grab for. But I mm. understand why she lost her job as a as a teacher um, and why Superbook fired her, too. So understand it uh getting into the legal booth as we talked about congress is one step closer to banning tiktok um we'll see what happens the testimony that the ceo gave it wasn't having it <laughs> mm. <laughs> they wasn't having it um yeah. the fact that all that information that was stuck was being stayed in, you know in china on their servers and they were having access and doing whatever with it they weren't happy with it the chief the ceo said that he would move everything here and everything would be kept here and fall under U.S. laws, but Congress feels like the damage might have already be, been done with the information that they might have taken already. So mm-hmm. they they kind of like we just we just want to ban it and force them to sell it. <clears throat> so oh. it's gonna get real interesting because it's gonna be interesting to see who buys it. What's going on, Steve Reader? I see you in the chat. Um, here's another crazy story: Mississippi woman found out her husband was gay. Found out he was gay. They had kids together. She shot him dead. The problem isn't that she just shot him dead, bro. She shot him dead on Facebook Live. She went on Facebook Live and oh, shot her husband dead because she found out he was gay. Is this where we're at, man? Is this where we're at now in society? Like, you you want to... <laughs> man, I've seen some wild stuff in my day. I've never seen anything like that. That's... What would possess somebody to say, I'm going to go on Facebook Live and kill this ninja? <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you, no no words. No words. I'm like, yo. I saw. I mean, I've seen some, you know, some crazy stuff out there. But like, if if that happened, I mean, in social media, once again, it's like we're we're definitely in a a weird space where you know, I don't know if it's social image. So did she? Here's media. my thought. Did she think yeah. she was going to get sympathy? Did she think that she might was going to get sympathy? People, because her whole thing was that she found out that he was gay, uh, and she yeah. went Facebook Live, and you say to yourself, "Did she think that she was going to get sympathy for doing this because she found out her man was gay, which is you know, and he was cheating?" Nah. I mean, yeah. the, the the thought process. I would love to be the fly in the wall for her mental capacity <laughs> evaluation, yeah. and yeah. and her name. 
Her name was Khadija, and I know you all saw that and read it. Don't don't make no jokes, man. Leave people alone. <laughs> um, we were just talking about this off air. Jonathan Majors arrested for alleged assault in New York. Actor denies any wrongdoing. Um, I've seen a lot of people going back and forth. But this is right up there with my man in the flash, Urza Miller and his stuff, you know. Um, yeah. Marvel, you know. What's up with these dudes, man? They get a little money, don't know how to act. <laughs> you gotta be hey, careful. Son. You gotta be careful. You gotta, you gotta, you know, and it was like nine in the morning when the call happened. So, you know, one would assume that he must have spent the night at her place. That's what mm-hmm. one would assume. Uh, but the thing is, you know, some people are saying, hey, this is why you gotta be careful. You know, you start becoming this big star. You just had Creed three. You got Marvel movies that you're in now. You got the Loki TV show you in. Now you're gonna be Dennis Rodman in the in the 24 Hours in Vegas story. You've already got that. You've got that target. So you gotta be careful who you deal with and who you mess with, and you gotta keep your emotions in check. Cause the littlest thing can turn into this thing in the media. <laughs> real quick, real quick. You know, man. I feel like he just got famous too. Like you know, it's not even like. It's a household name. You're like, oh, man, this dude. Like, yo, he just, like, got on. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, man, that's a that's a big L. That's a big L. Yeah. Early on, too. I, I, we'll see how the rest of this plays out, because how do you, how do you uh, like, black dudes in Hollywood, not too many make it out clean, unscathed. You know what I mean? So... And, you know, I I said the same thing, you know, and the reason why I really didn't comment on it is because I made the mistake just two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, they released a story. They said Sean Kemp was involved in drive-by shooting. He's been arrested, blah, blah, blah. And I come right out. I put it all out there. I'm like, oh, man, Sean Kemp was arrested, drive-by shooting. 24 hours later, Sean Kemp wasn't involved. Charges dropped, blah, blah, blah. And I came on this show and I said it. I said, look, charges were dropped, but I bet you none of the mainstream media is going to turn around and say the charges were dropped and he wasn't involved, yeah. but they, cause they yeah. ran with that. They ran with that first story, but this mm-hmm. is why now I'm like, I got to wait. <laughs> I got to wait yeah. and see, you know, what so happens good. here. Yeah. So right. we'll see. Right. Uh, Lindsay Lohan and soldier boy in the legal booth. Um, they've been named as the latest celebrities who are tied up in this crypto. Now, for those who don't know, there's this humongous crypto lawsuit that's building up for people who were, you know, sponsor people for crypto that crashed and people lost all their money. Um, Lindsay Lohan, Soldier Boy, Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen, all of these people are all Paul Pierce, they're all part of this crypto thing. This is is a big deal. Um, and they're gonna be held accountable for these people who lost their money. So um these two have now been added, and it's crazy stuff. Um, in the entertainment booth, let's get into these two trailers that I got for you guys here. Um, Netflix, I don't know if you're a fan, but mm-hmm. Netflix just released the trailer, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Once and Always, Rita what? Repulsor, Rita Repulsor comes back to 2023, and Rita Repulsor decides she's going to go back into time and start to kill the Power Rangers before they kill the, before they become the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yo, shout out to Rita Repulsa. Get the check though. Get so you're gonna see a lot of familiar faces, and the craziness about this is that they wrote Trini's death into the story. Trini, as you all know, she was the Yellow Ranger. 
um, and they wrote her death in. So check out, here's the trailer, just released Netflix, Power Rangers, once and always, here we go. After all these years, I found a new body. Wait, Repulsa? No, it, it can't be. It's time for revenge! She killed mom. We gotta destroy her. This is Ranger business, okay? Let us sort this out. Rita's creating a time portal. I'll kill you before Zorda makes you Rangers. We gotta make sure Rita doesn't hurt anybody else. Attention, Power Rangers! Get to your assigned stations now! Once a Ranger, always a Ranger. It's morphin' time! Your Moon Rangers. You wanna fight? You found one. You got this. Good luck. Now it's a reunion. Messing with this place was a big mistake. Don't worry, we saved the world before. All right, we're back in here. It's funny because we just had a little laugh here because you've seen the Green Ranger in there, as you guys know. Um, he passed away, committed suicide. So um, they actually have a final film for him coming out in November. But the funny thing was, was my man Maverick was talking about how the you Red know, Ranger was that man, but then I, the Green. <laughs> I used to, I used to watch Power Rangers. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, every everybody thought Green Red Ranger was the illest, right? Hands down, like he was the guy, like you know. And then Green Ranger came through one episode, shut that whole movement down. <laughs> He was beating everybody. <laughs> He's, yo, he he actually like, oh, stole Kimberly. He stole Kimberly from the Red Ranger too. <laughs> yo, yo, that's wild. That is wild. <laughs> you know, Tommy. Tommy came up in there with that long hair. You know, and he yeah. and and he had he had real martial arts skills. Tommy, Tommy had right. the real martial arts skills. So you know, prayers out to him and his loss. But uh. Yeah, Power oh. Rangers, man. That's the trail. The second trail I got for you guys, Lionsgate releases Joyride. Joyride. So what we're seeing here, ladies and gentlemen, in, in entertainment and movies. What's up, Sammy Sergio? Geeky's Lounge, man. Get on down there every night, especially Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays. What's up, man, Sammy? Check him out. Um, Joyride is like girls' trip for Asians, and it's nice because... You know, we're seeing a lot of diversity in Hollywood. And one of the things we're seeing about this diversity in Hollywood is now we're starting to see that Asian money. Asian People will go see an Asian film. That money's mm -hmm. there. So this trailer here is funny as hell. Check out Joyride uh, from Lionsgate. Here is the trailer for that. Here we go. Uh, you guys must be new to town, right? New to town, but not new to the country. We just moved from California. Oh, we just wondered, uh, 
if you wouldn't mind if your, your daughter played with our daughter. Audrey, say hi. You wanna play Sly? Mm-hmm. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. <gasps> Fuck you. <laughs> Do you wanna be best friends? Look at me, look at me, look at me now. Mm. Guess who's going back to the motherland? It's a big deal, going to your birth country. We used to talk about it all the time when we were little, remember? Grand adventure to find your birth mother. So proud of you. <laughs> my translator in Beijing. Audrey, I got you. <laughs> Kat lives there now. Your famous college roommate. You ready to lose to a celebrity? <laughs> Deadeye is coming, by the way. Deadeye, your cousin? Hey, Audrey. Oh, hi. Hey. Deadeye. Where did that come from? You know, I think I get it. I called the adoption agency and she lives in Haiching. Okay, will you guys come with me? Fuck yes, bitch. I love a grand adventure. So nice to see an American. What do you do for work? Hmm? Hmm? It's the cops are doing a back check. Oh my god, you're a drug dealer? <laughs> you're drug dealers now, bitches! What the fuck? Is that a condom? We can't get caught with drugs in China. We'll get jailed for life. Crazy, gotta go crazy. never come to China. People are always thinking that I have this perfect life. I don't belong anywhere. If you do not know where you come from, how do you know who you are? We could still find her. Our passports are in my suitcase that got stolen. You know who can bypass airport security? K-pop stars. Everyone remember their names? Sassy. Cutie. Lisa. Lisa, too. I don't believe these girls are serious. Girls, show them. Um, <laughs> what are we supposed to show? You're a fan of Cardi B, right? Yeah. Is she here? There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Did you get the Coke bags out? Yeah, but only seven, and I think I put in eight. Just push, pull. I mean, twist it. It's not a puppet, it's my asshole. All right, Joyride, check it out, man. Like I said, it's, it's nice to see all this diversity coming from Hollywood. It's great stuff. Steve Rita says... Ninja Turtles beats them every time. Talking about the Power Rangers. They're actually, I believe, they think there was a, a, a one-time comic book that did have the Power Rangers against the, the Ninja Turtles. So I got to look that up, but I think that did happen. Um, also, John Wick 4. See it? See it. You, you see? So hold on. Let me put this up. Let, let, let me put this up. John Wick. Was was the number one movie of the weekend? Seventy three point five million. Now, usually, usually I don't talk about stuff on this show because usually I'm like, you know, something. I, I don't want to be the spoiler guy, but here I got I I got my man. He said he's seen it. We got to mm -hmm. talk about this real quick. So here, um, um, people, take heed. Here we go. Let me put the spoiler alert up for you. Here we go. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You've been warned. That, that, that's a badass spoiler alert. Thank you to my man Micah for doing the voiceover in the background that you hear. But that spoiler alert means if you didn't see it, you better have left the room. Because there's some <laughs> stuff I got to talk about. Because 
Cause see, oh. if if my man wasn't on here with me, I probably wouldn't have really talked about. It, but I got to talk about some things because, okay, I I hadn't seen one through three because they came out so fast and I hadn't seen them yet. So my man hit me up. He's what? like, "What do you mean you haven't seen them?" So this summer, yeah. I blew through all three. I said, "Okay, let me let me start this series." So I watched the okay. first one, and the first yeah. one had me hooked from the opening scene. I watched yeah. all three in one day, okay. all three in one day. So when they said the fourth one was coming out, I was yeah. like, okay, okay, let, let's see how this is. Now, first of all, people, John Wick's four, first of all, if you're a movie buff like me, they pay tribute to a lot of movies that people will probably look like, mm-hmm. this is a dope-ass scene, but there's a scene in this movie where John Wick has an entire chase scene shootout Around the Arc de Triumph, around the f- tires. bro, bro, Europe, and they kept and they kept going in a circle. Right there, that yeah. was a shout out to European Vacation when they got lost in European Vacation. The Chevy Chase couldn't get out of the traffic, mm-hmm. and they kept going. Yeah. <laughs> but they would look, people. It was fighting it in was the traffic. The green. That was then, then, then they do, and everybody who knows me, they all know that my trademark has always been from the Warriors. Can you count mm-hmm. suckers? Mm-hmm. During this movie, they do a little tribute to the Warriors with the with the DJ on the microphone telling John Wick, nowhere to oh, run, nowhere right. to hide. That's from yeah. the Warriors in the 70s. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's one scene in this movie where I'm going to tell you right now, Mav, I was ready to yeah. get up out the theater Leave, leave the theater. Yeah. Not madness. Not I wasn't mad at all. I wasn't hating at all. I was okay. so, I was like, I was like, I was look, this scene had me so so crazy. I wanted to go outside the theater and just stream in the top my youngs. Yes, Lord. There's mm-hmm. a scene in this movie where John Wick, it's it, he's got he's got to get to the church before mm-hmm. sundown for this duel. And oh, up they, the steps. Nope, nope, nope. They up the ante. Oh. They up the ante. Okay. Now everybody's coming for him. Right, right, right. All of a sudden, he gets the he gets the twelve gauge shotgun with the incendiary bullets, and they switch to that overhead shot scene. Uh, with- uh, <laughs> ugly. Yo, that was wild. That was wild. It was like you were playing a video game, like in the movie. You know? Yeah. That was different. That was different. I was, look. I was ready to walk out. I was like, are they really doing this? And during this scene, this overhead video game camera shot, they pay homage to the movie Blade when Blade was shooting the vampires with the 12-gauge garlic gun, and they would blow up and burn. And burning, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Man. So that's crazy. You you a movie buff for real? Because a lot of those, I'm thinking now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah. They put it all. They put it all in there. I was like, oh, look. Okay. So, what were your thoughts in the film? You you was loved it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed <laughs> it. If you're looking for like almost three hours of just action, that's that's exactly what you're getting. Yo, Keanu Reeves m- must have said twenty words in that whole movie. <laughs> He ain't talk. The brother ain't talk in the movie. He just immediately started kicking ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to see. He didn't have to learn these lines. He did. He did not have to learn his lines. There was like, even in the beginning, it was like, 
uh, you know, where Lawrence Fishburne is like, you know, and he's like, yeah. And you know, for those who don't know, Donnie Yen, IP man, he holds it down as a as a blind assassin, holds it down. But the big surprise of the movie, and I didn't even know who it was. I'm like, who is this guy? He's definitely in a fat suit. If you guys know all those, Scott, yep, Scott Atkins, who's been in all those undisputed movies with Michael J. White. Scott Atkins, okay. he's a he's a he's an action star. You guys seen him doing martial okay. arts, but mm. he got into this heavy suit. They put him into this heavy suit. They dyed his oh, hair yeah. blonde, and I gotta say, mm-hmm. Scott Atkins, man, killed it, bro. Yo, he was yo, he was giving Keona that work. He was giving Keona that work. I'm like, yo, this boy is, is really yo lumping this dude up right now in the club. In the club, <laughs> which is yeah. almost, which is almost another homage to Blade. When Blade yeah. in that first film, right, the right. opening scene in Blade, he's at the club, the bloodbath, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. The, you know everybody's dancing. He's getting ready to mess up vampires and stuff right in the club. One of the one of the best yeah. opening scenes in history was that oh. was Blade, man. I oh, still my. remember the, the I still remember the song from that. Oh my god. Yeah, like, I got I got it on yeah. my I I got my on my iTunes playlist. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen John Wick 4, well worth the 19 bucks. And hey, go see it in Dolby Atmos IMAX because that's what we saw it in and the sound mm-hmm. and everything. And like oh, you yeah. said, everything. the staircase scene, the staircases was a shout oh, out yeah. to the Exorcist and the French Connection because both those movies had that stairway scene that was the climax of the movies. And wow. you, yeah, man, that that was That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> just one more thing. Okay. I am Klaus. Remember oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll leave y'all with that. I'll leave y'all with that. Yeah, that. man. Everybody, y'all got to see this. Y'all got to see this <laughs> film. It's good stuff. Um, WWE WrestleMania is this weekend. Rey Mysterio Uh-oh. last week on SmackDown. Rey Mysterio finally gave in, knocked the crap out of his son. Why? Because what what you're saying, why now? Well, because Rey Mysterio's wife and daughter were there, and Dominic went on to talk about how since he's a deadbeat dad, his mom was a deadbeat mom and was talking crap about the mom, and then the sister stood up and got in his face, and he told his sister to sit down. She's a loser. She's a dummy. She's this. And that, that was it. That was it for Rey. Rey had heard enough. Went over, told his son, you're not going to disrespect your mother, not my wife. And punched mm-hmm. him out and said he's going to fight him at WrestleMania. So this weekend, it's on. <laughs> it's on. Yo, I'm sure the athletic wrestling moves are going to be on 10 for that. Oh, man. And here's my 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 thought process on this. I think Rey Mysterio, even though he's going into the Hall of Fame, I think Rey Mysterio has to lose to his son, Dominic, because he's retiring. Dominic's mm. here. So he's got he's to gotta put Dominic over. In order for yeah. Dominic to be that guy now, right, you know, right. even though he's That's a bad guy torch. right now, yeah, he's got to pass that torch. So I, I feel like I feel like Rey Mysterio yeah. is going to lose this weekend. I feel it's going to be a hell of a match, but I think yeah. he I think he loses to Dominic, and, and probably what will be a, a hell of a match where Dominic will gain his respect. I think a little bit. So we'll we'll see. But again, WrestleMania is 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 next weekend. Next weekend. I think. Oh, it's this weekend coming up. Um, let's yeah. get into the sports booth. Seven fifty two here. Um, the only real thing I want to talk about is 
Reporters, man, and Maverick can talk about this too. When it comes to yeah. Bill Belichick, who was at the mm. coaches' meetings in Arizona, we all know going up there and asking the question about uh, Lamar Jackson and the rumors of a trade. If it ain't facts, bro, yeah. Belichick ain't touched. Why no. do they? <laughs> Absolutely not. But I would love to see it. I would love to see Lamar Jackson in a Patriots uniform. I'm not going to hold you. He, I'm just he, saying. He gave a great answer, though, because when the when the question was asked, <laughs> when the question was asked, he was like, I'm talking about players we ain't on the team. I don't right. talk other teams' right. business. Leave it at shut that. It. He shut it, at it, that. shut it down. And I was like, shut what reporter thought? So you're a reporter. You're interviewing Belichick, and you say to yourself, well, it's a 50-50 question. He's going to answer. He's not going to answer. For me, I'm like, yeah, 50-50 is good in the casino. But when it comes to Belichick, <laughs> just just stick with the Dude, facts, bro. I don't like bro. your chances, bro. I don't like your chances <laughs> at all. Yo, the illest answer, did you, did you hear the other one from the other day? The illest response from Belichick, somebody asked him, like, oh, what, what gives you, like, it was something to the effect of what gives you optimism, you know, for the upcoming <laughs> season or whatever. He was like, I don't know, the last 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. He didn't crack a smile like I did. He said straight face, like you know, like what's up? Yeah, have you you seen my resume? Have you seen my work? You, you know how we get down up here, okay? Man. And that's and that's how he delivers these beatdowns. Chris Gagney, what's going on? I see you guys. Love you guys in chat, but yeah, that's a Belichick beatdown, man. Sometimes I feel like these guys just do this to do this. Uh, Seven fifty four. Biden bombshells. China. I talked about this on the show last week. China went over. He went to President Xi. He went over and saw my man Putin over there, who's been acting up. Uh, went over there, talked to him, said, hey, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing that. You got to stick and do this. And you can't throw us into World War Three. blah, blah, blah. And they shook hands. President Xi went back to China. Week later, Putin comes out and says, yep. Um, you know what? I don't really care about the nuclear weapons pledge. I'm going to stop putting weapons, nuclear stuff over here. President Xi was like, <laughs> here's, what happened? here's what he said. Stop doing that. Stop. That was President Xi channeling his inner stop doing that. Stop. Because <laughs> you're going to bring us to World War Three, Putin. You don't. You got to stop. You got to stop trying to push this envelope, push this envelope. And they've already tried to kill him. Um, they, they, I think they said there's, there's been three attempts on Putin's life already. So um, he, he better watch out. <laughs> his his Ogle, his Oglethorpe there, they're, uh, they're losing money left and right. You know, bank accounts have been locked down. But um, we'll see. We'll see. 756. Um, North Korea. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. North Korea isn't involved in all the talking and stuff. And they're like, King Jong-un, hey, don't forget about me. They go and shoot two missiles after being told not to shoot the missiles. So U.S. says, okay, you want to play this game? We're going to send the USS Nimitz, which is one of the biggest aircraft carriers that the Navy has, and then put them planes up in the air. Mm -hmm. I don't think Kim Jong-un was firing any more missiles. <laughs> Uh, uh, cause I remember when we, I remember years ago 
I remember when we invade when we invaded Afghanistan, and one of the most craziest, craziest stories I remember when when General Schwarzkopf, who probably put together the best U.S. military offensive in the history of offenses, offenses. Um, I remember them talking to uh, a woman in 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 middle in the Middle East, and they were talking about the drone missiles that were fired from the carriers, and they talked about how that drone missile came up over the hills, down, was street level, and how it came down the street, took corners, and then hit the terrorist bunker. And and that yeah. was back that was back then. And I'm like, damn, America's on like we, we got it like that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> bang the Yui and, and hit the target. <clears throat> yeah, so it's craziness, craziness. Um also guys Trump this past weekend, and I, and I always tell people, you know, a lot of people go back and forth about politics, but you mean, I follow politics. I, I watch politics. I've been voting since I was 18. And I tell people, you got to look deeper than what's on the surface. And this past weekend, President Donald Trump was in Waco, Texas to hold a rally because he's running for president. He wants to run for president in 2024. The scary thing here is, is that Waco, Texas, for those who don't remember and who've been living under a rock and don't know American history, Waco, Texas was the site of the biggest offensive against law enforcement and the federal government in Waco, Texas. David Koresh was trying to take the U.S. government out, law enforcement, and they had to go in there and shut that ish down. Right. You know, so for me, I felt like, okay, if Donald Trump's going here, what's people don't realize what's the message he's sending? Because all of a sudden, if I'm a cop or if I'm military and I see him in Waco, Texas, I'm saying to myself, he's not really for he's not really for law enforcement if he's there because that's the scene mm. of one of the worst, the worst, mm. you know. And I see a lot of people in our next story. I see a lot of people talking about the Democrats, Democrats, and I tell people it's not about the Democrats. The biggest problem right now with Donald Trump is the GOP has a problem right now. Donald Trump knows the problem because at this rally, guess who Donald Trump beat the hell out of at this? It wasn't Joe Biden. Donald Trump beat the hell out of DeSantis. He picked on DeSantis. He mimicked DeSantis. He 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 made like he was begging. He's always begging for money. Blah 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 blah. He was ripping apart DeSantis. Why? Because in 2024, the GOP right now is split three ways. You've got three different people in the parties in the GOP right now: Trump, Pence, DeSantis. The Republican National Convention Committee and 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 the GOP. I can tell you right now, they're not. They don't want Trump back. They want to put all their 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 wagons behind DeSantis, but they got to pull that seventy plus million votes that Trump had when he ran against Biden. The only way you can do that is just discredit him. Hopefully, he ends up in jail. The this is the biggest battle that people aren't paying attention. This is the GIP civil GOP civil war. The problem is, is that if Trump don't go to jail, in my opinion. Trump will break off and start his own party. And if Trump takes that 70 million people to his own party, the GOP Republican Party is done as we know it. It'll be historic. That's wild. It's crazy Uh, stuff. I was just about to ask, though, isn't he? Isn't he? He's not in jail yet? (laughs) Almost. He was supposed supposed to turn himself in. He didn't turn himself in. Um, the question is, is now they would, the, the maggot supposed was asking DeSantis to make sure that they have national guard to protect them when they come to get him because he didn't turn himself in. And DeSantis was looking at these people like, y'all, y'all, y'all crazy. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I might be a GOP Republican, but I'm not crazy. Because once you, right. once you, once you put the national guard at Donald Trump's Malago, mm. you then kind of separated yourself from the United States now. <laughs> yep. um, also, yeah. the USA um, House passes the Parent Bill of Rights. This pissed me off because what it does is it's going to make schools have to put their curriculums up in all these places. So people look, the curriculums are up. You can go on any website for any school, for any kid. They give you all this stuff to go online and check what they're doing and what did it, it. So for me, I felt like saying parents, just do your jobs. Don't be mad because your kid is learning about. I saw this story where somebody was complaining about the kid learned about sex in a book in the 12th grade in school this week. And I'm saying to myself, I remember being in the fifth grade. And the whole big deal was about the book, Judy Bloom's book forever, which had sex in it. And it was a teenage girl. And I remember everybody was going down the freaking library to sign that stupid ass book out. Judy Bloom's forever. You go down the <laughs> library in the high school or junior high and you say, you, Get a yeah, Judy Bloom yeah. book. you ask the librarian, she'd be like, what book you here for? Uh, forever. And the, mm-hmm. nope, library's like, it's out, you know, and they had like six copies of the freaking book at the library, oh, you know? Man. <laughs> so, um, and that's it. I got to thank everybody for tuning in the show. Um, let me get my banners up here for everybody who's here. If you guys want a Sinister One beanie, they're gone, as I've always mentioned. I got to thank everybody who did purchase a beanie and got a Sinister One beanie. Also, all the shows I produce, check those shows out right there. Manny C Sports for me, but make sure to check out Oscar Reich Radio on Thursday nights. Travis Parkinson, Happy Hour with Lito. Uh, Cooperative Economics Network Dinner. On Blue Hill Lab takes place on March 29th, every last Wednesday of the month. It's a spaghetti dinner networking event for black business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, Maverick, if you want to get involved, it's the last Wednesday of every month. They want anybody who's a black business owner to come through, have this spaghetti dinner. It's uh, 1102 Blue Hill Ave in Dorchester. So it's hosted by the Black Net Worth Investment Association. And I told somebody I would definitely mention that because anything to help us do what we need to do, positive. Um, Denisha Montgomery Smith rally is April 8th in North Carolina. She is the black um, military police officer who told her family that she was assaulted and that she told her uppers level commanders they did nothing and she ended up dead. Um, And if she hadn't sent this video to her family, no one would have known. So it's a pretty sad story, but the rallies for her is April 8th. Travis Projecton on Oscar Mike Radio. He's been covering the show. He's actually possibly working to speak with her mother on his show. Booty Vortex, Boston's best disco funk man. 14th Animal Food, food Drive Dance Party, Sons of Italy, 120 Quarry Street, Quincy Mass. And Boom Squad Radio, open mic every Friday nights, 486 Bedford Street in Fall River. And there we go again. Kimberly Ann. Empowerment Photography, Viana Marie there pictured on the screen. And Phenom Radio Network, 1000 Network, 24-7, helping local independent artists get helped every year. And <clears throat> that's going to be it. We're going to get ready to get out of here. Um, my man Money Mav hung on for the whole show. Give them yeah. the links. Give them how they can follow you. Give them how they can find you. For sure. Uh, definitely hit up that Instagram um, and Twitter, at Money Mav. Uh, follow Mav Life Clothing on all the above aforementioned uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook. We, we got it all. We got it all. So just look up at Money Mav on everything or, or Mav Life Clothing. We we here. 
we're gonna have to chop it up again man he, this is my man mav he's on the show with us and um i want to oh. thank everybody for tuning in um that red sox usually always the first home games always around the pa- the around the day of the marathon the patriots that that week of april vacation <laughs> correct are you guys yeah. are you guys having open the day on the marathon again or no no, 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 no. Open day is yo, it's Thursday. I'm like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it, it crept right up. Crept oh, right up. Damn, Jesus, Jesus. So yeah, man, we're gonna see you out here holding it down. If you get a chance, make sure to show your support because man, this is this is a big deal, man. Becoming the Red Sox DJ is shit that's legendary. This is the shit that that stays with people's names for a long time, man. I'm like I said, I was I was so happy. When I saw that you got it, because I'm like, if anybody was so deserving of this this achievement, it was you. I could, I couldn't. To be honest, I couldn't think of any other person, man, because you've been grinding hard. Um, you've been involved with Boston sports, you know, for the longest. Yeah. So, so I was like, for anybody to deserve that mantle, definitely you, man. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a dream, man. I like. I love uh, I love what I do, and uh, I love being able to share it with everybody. So, yeah, pull up on us, man. Red Sox yeah. Nation, what's up? <laughs> yep. Man, I can't wait till they get to them playoffs again so you can really turn it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, when you listen to the Red Sox and watching the Red Sox, you hear that music playing in the background, everybody's getting going. Um, that's my man right here, Money Mav, Jay Maverick. Yeah. And um, holding it down, SpongeBob, we are at 806. Do me a favor, SpongeBob. Take us home. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, nah. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, bitch, you don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak assholes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, it's like I'm my own now. I get hurt, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O, that's your website, enter your website, enter your website, enter your website.